Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And I know right now people are throwing the bird to the radio at what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's his. Right. He could have done anything he wanted with them. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show. Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Michael Jackson died on June 25th, 2009. I remember where we were. We were having dinner, and I ran over to Facebook. I had just gotten on Facebook, I remember. Mm-hmm. We ran over to Facebook. I ran over to Facebook and posted up, hey, Michael Jackson has died, thinking I was informing the entire internet that Michael Jackson had passed away. Yeah. Why do we care about that? Well, here are a couple facts. In 2009, he dies, leaving behind three children. In 2012, a group led by Sony ATV, keep ATV in mind, that's very important. Okay. The Jackson Estate, along with Sony ATV, closed a $2.2 billion deal for the purchase of EMI Music Publishing. This is a publishing house that owns the songs by... The Police, Justin Bieber, One Direction, The Beach Boys. In 2015, Sony triggers a buy-sell process with the Jackson Estate that allows it to buy out Michael Jackson's, or at least the estate's, stake in Sony ATV's catalog, which now includes everyone from Marvin Gaye to Taylor Swift to Fall Out Boy to Lady Gaga. Okay? Okay. Why? Because Michael Jackson's estate, because of what Michael Jackson did, he apparently spent like nobody's business, is $500 million in the red. In 2016, this year, March 15th, Sony announces plans to complete its acquisition of the estate's 50% Sony ATV stake for $750 million. So, bango. It's going to take the Michael Jackson estate out of the red Uh and put it in the black by $250 million. Right. A definitive agreement is expected by March 31st with the deal to close coming in late 2016 or early 2017. So what? That's a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo that I just gave to you. Do you remember the story? And a lot of music files will remember this. The story that when Michael Jackson was recording with Paul McCartney, two songs, The Doggone Girl Is Mine and Say, 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 Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson was said to by Paul McCartney, hey, you know what? To make a little bit of money... You should get into music publishing. You should buy songs. Yes. And Michael Jackson just screwed him over by buying the Beatles I, catalog. I do remember that. Okay? Yeah. That's not what happened. No? No. That's the popular story, and that makes Michael Jackson out to be a villain, and that makes Paul McCartney out to be a hero, but that's not what 
happened. Are you sure? I guarantee it. I have the story here, and the reason I'm giving the story is because that ATV catalog, which is what Michael Jackson purchased, is what's going to put his estate back into the black, and it's going to help out years later. Now, is it going to be sold back to Paul McCartney? Yeah. No. No? But because of a copyright ruling, Paul McCartney is going to profit in just a few years. Does this sound confusing to you? I, my head is spinning. Stay with the Rock School Radio Show, and I will explain all of it to you, including what actually happened in the purchase of the ATV catalog. I'll even tell you what ATV means. Well, please do. Of the ATV catalog, where supposedly Michael Jackson screwed over Paul McCartney, when in reality, he didn't. I'm going to tell you the actual story. So what are we going to play today? Well, Beatles songs, of course. Come on. This is what we're going to do. It's Lady Madonna on Rock School. Lady Madonna, children at your feet. I'm going to tell you what happens to Paul McCartney last in the show. Okay. Because I said that he's going to start to profit off of these songs, even though he doesn't own them. And will never own them, because Michael Jackson can't sell them back to him. And there's this rumor that upon Michael Jackson's death, in his will, the songs were willed back to, quote, and I'm finger quoting here, the Beatles. Complete horse manure. Complete right off the internet bunk. I want this deal, though, if Paul McCartney, with all of his money, is going to be making more money off of not really owning something. Right. How do you get in on this? $687 million is what he is supposedly worth. Now, some people say he's worth a billion dollars. Conservative estimates say $687 million, so no concerns with money. Mm -mm. However, you would like to see a Beatle have his hands on the Beatles' songs, and he will, according to law... Okay. Have a shot at gaining off of those songs soon, and we'll do that last in the show. But okay. first, we need a little background on this. In 1957, the new music publishing company known as Associated Television, ATV, is formed. A guy named Sir Lou Grodd, it might be Grady, G-R-A-D-E, a known British media mogul in the 1950s and 60s, forms it. Okay, What do we care? You see, very seldom does a musician own his own songs. Normally, the songs are paid to a publishing house. The publishing house is responsible for accepting and then sending out music on the songs when they get used. Because seldom do the songs get used for next to nothing. They're used for not only radio, but they're used for film. They're used for television. They're used for commercials. They're used for whatever you wish to license them for. And by giving them to a publishing house, it just makes the world easier I see. Yes. to deal with it. Okay. None of Van Halen's music is owned by them. Gotcha. It's owned by a publishing company. And all the money comes back to well, the, goes publishing, the Right, publishing and then house. royalties are paid out to the band. Gotcha. Okay, fine. In 1969, the Beatles, John Lennon, and Paul McCartney attempt to gain control of all of their music, which is, by the way, owned by another publishing company called Northern Songs. Mm-hmm. Northern Songs is sold to ATV. So, let's fast forward to 1982. Jackson, Michael Jackson 
learns about the importance and lucrative nature of song publishing from soon-to-be former friend, Paul McCartney, during a London session for the song Say, Say, Say. This is where people go, well, Paul McCartney got screwed. Michael Jackson heard about this and went, well, I'm going to go buy all the Beatles. <laughs> Not quite what happened. We'll play one more, and I'll start to tell you the story, step-by-step, step, of how this thing happened. Now, the I... Beatles song? Why, yes. Paperback writer on Rock School. Paperback writer. Not a paperback writer. Let's start with the story. According to mainly Forbes magazine, a well-researched story. Yeah, respected. And a great deal of other little areas I looked at because if you just go to Bob's blog, you got the story that Paul McCartney got screwed. Mm -hmm. But if you go to places that have editors and are sort of required to look at their sources, you have much more fuller a story, much more rich with sourced material. This appears to be the true story. One night in 1981, Paul McCartney has Michael Jackson at his house outside of London, and Michael Jackson shows is showed a binder filled with music that Paul McCartney owns. These Must are have all, been a big binder. Oh, mister. I'm sure. It's just filled with all of this music mm -hmm. that he has been collecting copyrights on for years. Now, none of it's Beatles songs because that's all owned by ATV. Okay. Okay. He, Paul McCartney, purchased the Buddy Holly catalog, a Broadway catalog, and Paul McCartney told him, look, here's a computer printout of everything that I own. And apparently it's as long as his arm plus and goes on. Michael Jackson is impressed with this and goes back to California and found himself with this concern. He had just earned $9 million and had a pile of money that his accountant said to him, look, you can't hang on to. Do something. Right. If you just set it in a bank, the government's just going to eat it up. Uh -huh. Go do something with it. Invest it. Give it away. You know, take it out in the street and burn it. Nah, that wasn't what he said. But you got to do something with it. So Jackson employs this guy named John Bronca, who's known for investing the money of rock stars. He's made his living investing these huge sums of money and making money for rock stars. Wow. Fine. Yeah. The conversation that he had was that he wanted to buy music. Two songs came up for grabs, Run Around Sue and The Wanderer. Mm -hmm. Okay, two songs everybody knows. He didn't know them. Michael Jackson didn't know the songs. So what Bron really? right. So what Bronca did was go find the songs. Remember, this is before the internet, so you can't just pull it up on YouTube and play for them. Yeah. So go get me a 45, kid. You know, gave the kid like five bucks. Run, go to the store, uh -huh. go to go to Kmart, go get me a 45. Played the music for Michael Jackson, and Jackson said, Oh, I know those songs. I, I danced to that the other night. Okay. Go get me those songs. And he went ahead and bought them. Just outbid the other people. He's got $9 million to play with. Okay, how much did he get him for? Doesn't say. Oh. Doesn't say. What he really wanted was the Motown catalog. Yeah. Okay? 
The problem was Barry Gordy would not sell to him. In fact, he wouldn't sell to anyone until 1997 when he sold it to EMI for about $132 million, which Michael Jackson couldn't afford. A company could afford it, but Michael Jackson couldn't afford it. The problem was that there was this guy who, under, you know, under rumblings, didn't post it anywhere, but if you were in the business, you heard that this guy was attempting to sell this catalog. And that's where we're going next. Where's my list of Beatles songs? What do I want to hear? Oh, Come Together. That's a good one. There you go. It's Come Together on Rock School. Coming out of Come Together, let's talk about how Michael Jackson hears about the ATV catalog. It has since been sold. Okay, It is now owned by this billionaire guy named Robert Holmes Accord. Mm-hmm. If you have an A in your name with an accent over it, you're a billionaire. Oh, you're somebody. Sure, you are a billionaire. We just sort of drop that if you're a garbage person or you drive a bus. <laughs> but if you're a billionaire, we keep the A in there. He is the sole owner of ATV, and he wants to sell it, if the right price is being given. Now, here's where we get into the concept of, this is where Michael Jackson screws over Paul McCartney. He, Michael Jackson, knows that the vast numbers of the songs are written by two people, John Lennon and and Paul Paul McCartney. McCartney. So the first person he contacts is not John Lennon, because John Lennon is no longer with us. Right. So he contacts, guess who? McCartney. No, no, Yoko Ono. Oh. Context Yoko Ono. Oh. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Braca, who is the person who is representing Michael Jackson in all of these purchases, yeah. finds out that this thing's available. So he, on Michael Jackson's pitch, contacts Yoko Ono and says, are you going to make a deal or are you going to make a deal along with McCartney to purchase the ATV catalog because Jackson does not want a showdown? Okay. And she says, no, I personally am not, and I have not been contacted by anybody on the McCartney side. And she also states, quote, it would be nice, actually, it would be wonderful. Let me get the quote right. It would be wonderful if the catalog was in the hands of Michael rather than some large corporation. Agree. Okay, so right off the bat, he's been told one time. Yeah. It's okay. You've got her, you, you've got her blessing. Right. You go have, for it. You have at least one side's blessing exactly. to go buy it because the story is always told that Michael Jackson grows horns, uh-huh. goes out and, ha, 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 I shall buy this out from under you. I've even heard there's a bidding war and Mike just has more money than him. Wait, we still have to talk to Paul McCartney. But first, we're going to play this one. It's Help, Beatles, Rock Skull. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Okay, coming into the first break, now we've got to get Bronca, who is representing Michael Jackson, to contact Paul McCartney. Oh my. Paul McCartney is contacted, but not directly, because in the same way Bronca is representing Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney is being represented by John Eastman. 
He is asked, the lawyer is asked, are you going after the ATV catalog with yourself or anyone else? Right. Are you? And is told, no, it's simply too pricey. And furthermore, even though the Beatles' songs made up roughly two-thirds of the ATV's value, the remaining third consisted of assets that McCartney didn't want. This is what he was told. Okay. It had copyrights to thousands of other compositions, also a sound effects library, Mm -hmm. which he didn't want, and also real estate. Why real estate was in there, I don't know, but... And after being told that, Michael Jackson opens up with a bid... Of $30 million. That at the time three is what... Zero. Three zero. million dollars. That at the time is what Michael Jackson thought all the Beatles songs were worth. So we're going to take a break and we'll come back with yet more negotiations and how much he actually spent for the thing. KRFY, Sandpoint, Idaho. Thanks for running the radio show. WMCE in Erie, Pennsylvania. Go on the Facebook and search Rock School Radio Show and you'll find us, like us, really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School. I've already told you that uh, Michael Jackson made a $30 million bid for it. It is immediately dismissed out of hand by the owner of ATV, Robert Holmes, a court. He comes back with a counterbid of $50 million. Oh my gosh, keep it. (laughs) That's exactly what Bronca said, the attorney for Michael Jackson Mm -hmm. said. And he and Michael Jackson sat down, looked at finances, came back and said, we offer $47.5 million. That's the highest amount we're going to go. You either take it or no deal, go jump in a lake. Yep. Took about a week, got back to him and said, deal. Fly to London. We will close it here. I, you know, for that kind of money, I'm like, well, you pay for the ticket. You, you come to me, dude. No, that didn't happen. And there were also some caveats that went along with it. And I'll tell you what those caveats are here in just a little bit. And there's even more to it than that. And it goes farther than that. I'll tell you all the things that went along with it. So $47.5 million. And here's the thing. A lot of people will argue with me at this point in time that it's not that Michael Jackson bought the ATV catalog. It's what he did with them. It's the concept of you own them, Mm -hmm. but then you used it in a Nike commercial or you used it in what have you. Well, here's the thing. They're his. They are. And once he owns them, he can do with them as he wishes. That's right. And you you think, but those are hallowed songs. Well. To you. McCartney was tipped that somebody, Michael Jackson, is going after them. They talked to Eastman. So maybe he should have gone after them. Maybe in a later time, you know, gone to Yoko Ono and said, hey, come on, let's put our money together and go after this. But Michael Jackson, they're his. They are. That's right. He bought them on the, you know, behest of Paul McCartney to make money. 
why limit himself to make money? To be honest, he probably could have done a lot more with them than he did mm-hmm. to make even more money. You know, it almost seems like he sort of held back. And I know right now people are throwing the bird to the radio at what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's his. Right. He could have done anything he wanted with them. Let's see if we can't play the one song that Paul McCartney and <laughs> and Michael Jackson played together. If this isn't rubbing salt in the wounds. I know they did two together, but this was the one that I can play on the radio. The doggone girl is mine is just not good. No, doggone, don't play that one. Yeah, say, say, say on Rock School. Coming out of Say, 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 let me give you a quote. First of all, who are you? Oh, we're doing the bottom of the hour stuff first? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm Joe Burns, you are? I am Tammy Burns. Let me give you a quote that Paul McCartney stated. First of all, he said he would never work with Michael Jackson again. Mm -hmm. And then, quote, it's dodgy to do something like that, to be someone's friend and then buy the rug that they're standing on. Yeah, agreed. But I think he went out of his way to inform all parties that he was going to do this, and you told him that... You, he should go out and buy music. Look, here's the bottom line. What? Don't give financial advice to your friends. Yeah, I don't. Because they may take it. I, I don't at all. I First of all, don't take financial advice from me. The thing is, he now has to, when he plays his music in concert, like Hey Jude, which is what we're going to play out of this break. Yeah. He's got to pay royalties to Michael Jackson. Say, yeah. say, say. Well, huh? the Jackson estate, but when Jackson was still alive, he had to pay to Michael Jackson to perform the songs. Let's do seven days in 70 seconds. These are the rock and roll dates, April 4th all the way through April 10th. You got Monday, go. April 4th, 2008, Beyonce Knowles married Jay-Z at his New York apartment. Does that make her Beyonce Z? Sure. April 5, 1985, at 3.50 p.m., Greenwich Mean Time, 5,000 radio stations worldwide aired the single for USA for Africa, We Are the World. I did it. I did it. You did? I did. I was on the air. I played it. You're the man. Yep. April 6, 1968, Pink Floyd announced founder Sid Barrett had officially left the group. Yeah, left. That's the way of putting it. April 7, 1971, James Taylor is introduced to Carly Simon after a gig at the Troubadour. April 8, 1994, Kurt Cobain's body is found in his Seattle home by an electrician sent to install a burglar alarm. April 9, 1965, Bruce Johnston joins the Beach Boys as the permanent replacement Brian Wilson. And then April 10th, 2002, South Carolina Governor James Hodge declares James Brown the state's godfather of soul. It's one of those proclamations. Uh-huh. How many How many of those did I preside over? Oh, a lot. Today is rock and roll day. Yes, it is. And the key to the city goes to... That's right. Use the key to the city, go through some people's homes, and pick out some of the nicer items. Uh, It says here, once Michael Jackson purchased the ATV catalog, he not only got the rights to the Beatles songs, but also to some Bruce Springsteen, Cher, Hank Williams, Little Richard, and Rolling Stones tunes along with it. Nice. The caveats he had to deal with, obviously he had to fly to London to sign the deal, and he had to fly to Sydney, Australia. Why? Because Holmes Accord, who he bought it from, mm-hmm. had a daughter named Penny. Aww. And one of the things was 
he, Michael Jackson, could not have the song Penny Lane. Mm -hmm. That would stay under the Holmes Accord umbrella because his daughter's name was Penny and one of the things Michael Jackson had to do was fly to Sydney, Australia and perform the song Penny Lane. Now it's getting expensive. Yeah, doesn't that seem silly to you that you had to do that? It does. You know, I said we were going to play Hey Jude out of this. We should probably play Penny Lane. You probably should. Probably. Yeah, yeah it's Penny Lane on Rock School. Penny Lane, there is a barber showing photographs. Okay, now Michael Jackson owns this group. Mm-hmm. Just to tell you what an unbelievably good investment it was, you think $47.5 million. Wow. Yeah, How, you know, he's, lots of money. Right, now he's in the red. How can he make any money? Well, in 1988, CBS sells its recording division to Sony Corp. Because I told you at the beginning of the show, it's no longer just ATV, it's Sony ATV. Yes. Sells it to Sony Corp for $2 billion, billion in cash. The purchase of the, the group also brings in uh, Dylan Springsteen, Willie Nelson, Barbara Streisand, Billy Joel. The whole thing is renamed Sony Music Entertainment in 1991, and Michael Jackson owns a 50% holding. Okay, how much money? Mm. In 1995, Sony and Jackson form Sony ATV Music Publishing, and Jackson sells 50%. Just sells 50% to Sony for $100 million. No. So in the split, when it came and got sold and all of that, uh-huh. it went from $47.5 million to $200 million. Oh, my gosh. And he sold half of it for $100 million. What a deal. You know what that also should tell you? That also should tell you how much money Michael Jackson spent. Because think of the albums. Mm-hmm. Think of the touring. Yeah. Think of that deal. Isn't that about as much money as a human being would need to exist for the remainder of their life, period? Oh, yeah. He is, his estate Uh today is $500 million in the hole. They need to sell it to get back into the black. How, what did you spend it on? How? What? I don't know. I mean, Neverland is in completely disarray. What? What? What did you buy? I have no idea. I I mean, you think when that kind of money goes out, there should be something sitting around, a decaying, you know, Citizen Kane-esque something. Mm Mm-hmm. Where'd it go? Mm. Where did it go? Very sad. Yeah. Look at all the lovely Coming into the second break, again, the amount of money, he paid $47.5 million. Yeah. He's just made back $100 million cash. Good deal. Now he still owns X amount. Ready? Mm-hmm. In 2002, Sony ATV buys country music publisher Acuff Rose for $157 million, scooping up the rights to... Hank Williams, Roy Orbison, Marty Robbins, Everly Brothers, blah 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 blah. In 2006, Michael Jackson is now in debt $270 million. So, 
Jackson agrees to give Sony an option to buy half of his stake. Now, remember, he sold half of it, so this is half of the half. Okay. It's not quite a quarter, but it's a half of the half for $250 million. Wow. So this $47 million, $47.5 million has already been sold half for $100 million and then half of the half that's left for $250 million. And if you remember the deal that's being made right now Uh that will bring his family out of debt is $750 million. Whoa. Holy cow, Batman. Nothing's worth that much. It's insane. And I'll give you, it, it, it keeps going. It keeps going. This thing that he bought yes. keeps going. Well, keep going. Tell me. Tell no, me. no, no. I still have to fill up a show. Oh. And okay. we still haven't gotten to the fact that Paul McCartney is going to profit off it. And you think to yourself, with all of that money flowing around, they're not paying the artists for streaming. Oh. Think about that. Think about that. Doesn't that drive you nuts? KPVL Decora, Iowa. Thanks for running the radio show. WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. That's right. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, I'm running out of information, but it just keeps showing how bigger and fatter the Sony ATV catalog gets. Oh, it's swelling. And it, it, it should make you angry on the level of how can one company own so much and then not pay people. Mm-hmm. That's what drives me nuts about the whole thing. I know I made that statement already. I don't want to keep, you know, beating that into the ground. But you've got these people that are trying to make money, and you keep collecting their music. Yeah. So, in 2007, now remember, Michael Jackson sold half of it, and then sold half of a half. Yes. And, and to say he's got a quarter left is not really correct, but if that's a way to stick it in your brain, there you go. Sony ATV in 2007 acquires the songs of Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller. Think of the 1950s. Think of money. Yeah, Dollar they, signs. They, they own wow. the 50s. Think Hound Dog. Think on Broadway. Jailhouse Rock. There goes my baby. That kind of stuff. And then in 2008, the year before Michael Jackson passes away, Sony ATV purchases famous music, or at least the international administration rights. I don't really know what that means, but they now own them. $370 million they paid for it. What is this? This is something that was sold to them by Universal Music Group. It's 1,000, pardon me, 125,000 songs. These songs are by Shakira, Pink, Beck, Eminem, and some of the other monster hip-hop and Latino groups of the day. So what kind of money is pouring in? Oh, my gosh. At this point in time, the government just says, I go ahead, print your own money. You can't print it as fast as you can make it. There's a movie right there. And Michael Jackson still is, again, it's not a quarter, but if you think of it that way, he's still a quarter owner in Mm -hmm. all of this. For a $47.5 million investment. Gosh. Let's play another one. What do I want to play here? Uh, Day Tripper. Good one. That'll do it here on Rock School.
Okay, last break here on Rock School. You've heard the whole run. You've heard yes. the whole story of ATV. Right. Michael Jackson is about to be completely out of it. Technically, the deal went through March 31st, so technically he is out of it. It just has to be finalized. Money has to be transferred over and everything will be good. Hopefully, the Jackson estate will be smarter with money this time than his father was. Mm -hmm. Okay, than the father was. Okay? It's also been stated that Michael Jackson has a bastion of like 200, 300 songs that are to be released to help the kids. Well, if that's the case, where are they? What are they waiting for, right? Yeah, what are they waiting for? Let's start releasing music. Mm -hmm. And I I know what people say. Well, they released some music afterward. Didn't do real well. Yeah. Let's put out some more. So we'll see what happens. I'm I'm waiting for the kids to re-record the music, too. I'm waiting for Blank. Yes, I'm waiting for Blanket's album. I don't know what the girl's name is. I'm waiting for her album. They'll come out. I'm, I'm sure of it. I said something's going to happen with Paul McCartney. Here's the deal. The 1976 U.S. Copyright Act states that people are allowed to claim back the titles of music according to the law, any song written prior to 1978 turns back into the property of the songwriter after 56 years. No way. Okay, let's do the mathematics. Okay. 1964, songs mm-hmm. that were written and published, bang, 1964, I Want to Hold Your Hand, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. 56 years, 964, carry the one, 2020. In the year 2020, which ain't all that far off, it reverts to being Paul McCartney's. Oh, my dear. And he will begin gaining royalties off of it. So you know Sony ATV, why are they buying up so much? They're trying to make as much money as they possibly they can, can until the music starts to revert back. So oh, that's what's going to start happening. Dear. And again, absolutely no truth to the rumor that in the Michael Jackson will, the, the music of the ATV catalog was given back to the Beatles. That is unbelievable. So there you have it. The Copyright Act states all songs before 78 go back to the owner and he'll start making money off it. Can you imagine that? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be ridiculous, but you wonder seriously has it not been milked dry after 56 years? Obviously not. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. And Paul McCartney shows absolutely no signs of stopping whatsoever. That's going to oh, wrap it my. up. So there's your story. Is it is it 100% true? It's as true as I could get it. So if you can, you know, sit somebody down, there's the whole thing. This is a movie. It is a movie. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Who and the they... corruption that has to be woven within all of those words. Yeah, probably. We got to get out of here. It's Hey Jude. I promised it earlier in the show. And now I'm going to make good on my offer. I'm Joe Burns. I am Tammy Burns. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to let her into your heart Then you can start to make it better Hey Jude, don't be afraid